<laughs> that, that's what United are. They're a trust fund. They're also a content provider. Yeah, a sitcom and football club is not really one of them anymore. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. Some other interesting news this evening that we'll be talking about later in the hour. John Fogarty of The Examiner reporting that Davy Fitzgerald has been ratified by the Waterford executive. His name is going to be shortly be put to county board meeting for full ratification. Davy Fitz on his way back as manager of the Waterford Hurlers. Now, though, we're going to turn our attention to a much more sane county when it comes to managerial appointments. Uh, Mayo on the lookout for a new manager after James Horan stepped away following their All-Ireland defeat uh, to Kerry earlier in the year. There are four candidates to replace James Horan. Kevin McStay, Mike Solon, Ray Dempsey and Declan Shaw. And all four have put together star-studded backroom teams. So it's going to be fascinating to see what develops over the next few weeks. The Mayo GEA committee has been appointed. It features the chairman, Seamus Toohey, the treasurer, Valerie Murphy, the assistant secretary, Ronan Caron, and the South Mayo County board chairman, Mike King. Sean Silk, who's a human resources manager and won an All-Ireland senior hurling medal with Galway. And Pat O'Donnell, a former managing director of Allegan Pharmaceuticals and also current member of the Corgia Mayo fundraising committee. Uh, the Mayo GEA secretary, Dermot Butler, not involved in the committee owing to a conflict of interest. Uh, both Stephen Rochford and Damian Mulligan, clubmates of him, Butler said to the Mayo News yesterday, of course there's pressure to get things right this time, and at the end of the day, I believe we'll end up with the very best candidate. It's important that we get it right and that we're seen to do the right thing. Uh, the Mayo News also reporting yesterday that a former Mayo footballer is expected to be added to this committee over the coming days to chat about what will happen next and what has gone before. Ed McGreal of the Mayo News is with us. Evening, Ed. Evening, Nathan. How are things? I am all right. So, Philly McMahon said in his Irish Independent column last week, the process around the Mayo job has become a bit of a circus over the last couple of weeks. In most counties, you might only get rumours about the identities of the candidates just before ratification or as an official announcement. Not only does everyone know who's in the frame of Mayo, their entire backroom teams are public knowledge, and one of the candidates is doing in-depth interviews with the local paper outlining his case. It's like electing a GEA president or the Rose of Trilly. That fair? Yeah, what do you see? Far, 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 um, far be it for me to disagree with uh, Philly McMahon, but it's, it's, it's an interesting perspective and it's certainly one that has uh, got a lot of currency of late because, and I think one of the main reasons for it is it has been dragging quite a bit. But I just think from an overall point of view, if you look at the history of Mayo appointments, and uh, I wrote about this a few weeks ago in the Mayo News, it has been... Inglorious. There has been so many inglorious episodes in the last 30 years or so. Um, so I think that's something that you have to factor into it. And the other thing as well, some counties do their like we see we saw Kilkenny um did their business so swiftly after Brian Cody's resignation. Derek Ling is in there. Um, I think you have to bear in mind the level of trust in the Kilkenny County Board would be a lot higher than the level of trust in the Mayo County Board. And I think that's a factor. Um and as well as that, I just think it's um, uh, if you look back to this time last year, uh, Curry went down a similar road where they had appointments, uh, they in- invited applications uh, when they didn't renew Peter Keane's uh, position. Mm. Uh, Jack O'Connor's uh, did an interview uh, and 
Paddy Talley's uh, name was 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 known in advance of those interviews. Um, the Stephen Stack team was uh, was was re- revealed in advance as well. A star-studded team that was was overlooked, and you know, Kerry can say it worked out very well for them, and they're all Ireland champions now. So yeah, I I I think um, I I think some of this is because it's Mayo. People say it's going to be it, it's it's becoming a circus, but I I I just think when you go down this process of inviting submissions. Of course, guys are going to uh, consider letting it be known what their backroom team are. And three of them have publicly um, have, have confirmed them effectively. And Ray Dempsey hasn't confirmed his, but there's there's a lot of talk um, about who's involved in his backroom team. So that creates that creates its own uh, its own level of interest. And of course, like I say, the length of time is the key. And this is where there will be distinction with Kerry. Kerry had their business wrapped up in less than a month mm. from when they said that Peter Keane wasn't going to be renewed. Jack O'Connor was announced. as ma- That was at the start of September. Before the month was out, Jack O'Connor was a new Kerry manager. James Horan uh, stepped away six weeks ago on Monday and Mayo still haven't had the interviews, let alone appointed the manager um, to replace him. So you're looking at, uh, at realistically, uh, it could be over two months. Um, so that's, that's, I suppose, where you can absolutely see a lot of criticism for what has been happening uh, and it's it's very fair comment because yeah it, it, it could be run a lot quicker than it has been um, and I guess I the county board would say listen if they get the right person it's worth that weight uh, even though the you know Mayo Club Championship getting underway you want that manager to be there making assessments on new players we're probably lucky to get you Ed because it does seem as though the Mayo News phone line has been hopping uh, with all sorts of people wanting to talk to the Mayo News so Dermot Butler the Mayo GA secretary uh, in response to well Philly McMahon I assume said there are social media hacks out there calling the whole thing a circus but they know nothing about what they're talking about and aren't taken seriously by anyone with a real involvement in sport no matter what we do we'll have these so-called scholars on social media criticising us but they just make me laugh they think they know what they're talking about they think they have an inside track on what's happening but they don't the term circus if it's thrown out there, it's because of what has gone before around Mayo. You speak about the last 30 years, Absolutely. but talk a bit more about more modern times, maybe going back to James Horan's appointment first time around after John O'Mahony lost the job. And then what's gone on in the three or four times between them and Mayo have had to appoint a new manager The, the people do feel at times it becomes a bit of a circus. Yeah, and absolutely. Like tr- trust is earned and the, the county board in Mayo have to earn that trust. And you know, they have to earn it in this process and they'll have to earn it the next time and the next time and the next time again, because they've, there, there's a lot of water under the bridge um, on this. And you mentioned James Horne's first first term in 2010, like uh, Tommy Lyons was the favourite of the, um, the top table, effectively, of the county board at the time, even though, from what we can gather, he wasn't the recommendation of the interview. Um, the interview subcommittee, uh, they, they, they leaned towards James Horan, but uh, it was only when there was a bit of a pushback within the county at news that Tommy Lyons seemed set to get the job, um, that there was a U-turn and uh, that James Horan ended up getting the job. Um, and then James Horan did, did four years after losing in Longford. Mayo were in four consecutive All-Ireland semi-finals and two All-Ireland finals. And then he stepped down after losing to Kerry in Limerick in 2014. And then Kevin McStay, um, applied for the uh, put put his name forward and for for w- w- was spoken to I gather by the county board. Um, it, interviewed informally. There was nobody else on 
forward for the position at that stage. Um, but before the close of applications, I think the Noel Kennelly and Pat Holmes went in as a as a joint ticket, and um, um, and Ke- Ke- Kevin McStay was uh, was told effectively that uh, would would he would he continue with an interview process, but he wasn't the preferred choice of the top table. Um, and needless to say, that didn't play out very well. And uh, that um, the following year, then of course there was the infamous heave against um, the management of uh, Pat Holmes and Noel Kennelly when the players voted. Uh, voted, uh, I think, a three-quarters majority um, to uh, a, of, of no confidence, effectively, in the management. And uh, um, and that was an inglorious episode as well uh, for, for a number of reasons. Stephen Rochford took over, managed Mayo for three years, got them to two All-Ireland finals. Um, and he went in 2018 in, you know, it, it wasn't very well handled either. It was far from straightforward. And James Horn, James Horn came back in in 2019, um, and that was far from straightforward uh, at the time as well. He ended up uh, putting his name forward, being nominated by his club and a couple of other clubs, I believe, um, and ended up getting get, getting the job. But um, those questions over whether he was the preferred choice um, for a number of uh, a number of the top table as well. So it it has been it has been. Um, like I say, an inglorious uh, saga, this whole appointment of Mayo managers in terms of how people have been appointed and in terms of how they've been removed or how um, things have finished mm. up. Yet, ironically, uh, they've almost always ended up with the right man. Um, yeah, well, I suppose... Yeah, or certainly someone who went on to become a success with the exception of, of Holmes and Canelli from the players' point of view. Yeah, and, and and look at and people would, would, would people would say back to that that Mayo lost an All Ireland semi final after a replay uh, under their management as well. So there's there's um, yeah there's a lot of different ways of looking at it. But no, effectively in a lot of cases they have. But um, sometimes the feeling would be it would be in spite of themselves rather than because of themselves. And that's why I think this process that they have underwent now, where um, people have to nominate, there's a subcommittee which is uh, set to have four people from the county board, three outside people, and there's a very uh, structured interview process to ensure effectively transparency and fairness, uh, transparency for everyone and fairness for those um, people, four people in, in this particular case that have put their name forward and put their heads on the block, um, that they all be treated with the respect that they deserve for having the, having the, having the bravery and the gumption to, to, to go for this job. So, um, so I, I think the process in the process as a consequence will take a certain length of time, but it could, it could be further down the road um, than now. For mm. instance, it wasn't until um, two weeks after James Horn uh, stepped down that uh, Mayo started the process of seeking a, um, seeking a replacement because they wanted to wait until the All-Ireland minor final was, uh, was out of sight. Um, and, and that's straight away, that's, that's a delay at the start and the close line. The closing date for um, uh, for applications was Friday, July 29th at 6 p.m. And it wasn't until the following Tuesday that the county board met to talk about setting up a subcommittee. Um, and I just feel they could have done that much sooner as well. Um, and to, to defend the county board there, and you know, obviously there have been issues previously, by delaying and by 
by not rushing in, as you say, it does give an element of transparency to this, that everybody knows the four people going for it. Everybody knows their backroom teams. And while the vacuum that's been left over the past few weeks does in Mayo uh, lead to a hell of a lot of noise and rumour and speculation, that they didn't just jump the gun here. They didn't appoint a, a favoured person two weeks afterwards. Actually, they're being slow. They've been methodical. They're thinking about this. Am I giving them too much credit? No, 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 look, and I, I, you mentioned the club championship. The club championship doesn't start until September. So they are hoping to have this uh, process closed by the end of August. Um, but I do think within the parameters of the structure here, which um, I think allows uh, fairness and, and transparency, I do think that they could have been a little bit more efficient than looking at a, an overall at a two-month window. Um, but like you say, none of that will matter really if uh, people feel by the end of this process um, that by and large, that it has been fair and it has been transparent and that there's a general feeling that they have, um, you know, that a strong candidate has come through uh, and has gotten uh, has gotten the position. Mm. There's no doubt about it with four people in this race and, and four, um, like the, the, the quality of, of, um, of candidates and backroom teams have surprised a lot of people, myself included, um, that there's the level of interest because there was concerns in advance that um, get, getting a strong management team mightn't be simple. And that isn't the case anymore. Um, so the county board find themselves in a, in, in, a, in, a, in a good position. Um, but obviously, there, there's going to be three three sets of uh, management teams that will be very disappointed. And there will be people who would support them and feel that they are the best people for the job. So there won't be, you know, you know um, universal support mm. for whoever gets over the line. Um, but if there is a sense that it has been carried out the proper way and that everyone feels that they got a fair crack at it, um, it will make it, it it will make it a bit easier. But you know as well as I do, Nathan, like whoever gets the job, um, they're not going to be off the hook. There's only going to be there's only one talk. Uh, whoever gets this job, um, there's only one. Potter said, we've only got one about. thing in mind. Mm. Unfortunately, that's just, well, fortunately, maybe. But uh, that's the, at this stage, that's uh, what what the Mayo senior football team yeah. and their manager will be judged on is uh, is can they get the big canister in i was going to say september in july or august whenever whenever it will, will be next year um or or, or the year after for, for that matter um that's the, that's the long and the short of it the most interesting name and the one that came out of the blue was kevin maxday throwing his hat back in the ring again and then putting together a backroom team of stephen rochford who's come closer than anybody to getting Mayo to that holy grail. Uh, Donny Buckley, who's got a brilliant reputation as a coach. Damian Mulligan, who's well-known in local circles. And Lee McHale, who was you know, one of Mayo's greatest ever players and a key part of the last time Max Day went. We might go back to 2014 and the fiasco that developed around that appointment of Holmes and Canelli and McStay and McHale missing out. And I remember being here and off the ball on that Saturday when we were talking about the upcoming interviews and getting word that actually a decision has already been made and that McHale and McStay have been told they're probably not getting this. And then the following Tuesday night when they thought they were going to be actually doing their official interview, uh, Lee McHale actually ended up on this show talking to Joe about the fact that it was already a done deal and that they knew they weren't getting the gig. Here's what he had to say. Liam, would this situation, would this, would, 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 would what's happened here put you, I know you can't speak for Kevin, but would it put you guys off running again? Um, I would imagine, I would imagine, um, you know, uh, we felt that our, the, the time was right now for, for us to go for, for, for the job, you know, with, our, with, with the way, with, with, the, with our ages now and with, uh, with the way we are in the game at the moment. And we felt that the team, was uh, good enough uh, uh, 
to win an All Ireland. So I, I don't know. I can't speak for Kevin, but I, could, yeah. I, I. The biggest disappointment for me is not that we didn't get the job this time, but the biggest disappointment for me, Joe, is I'd probably never uh, be involved in, with me all again as coach or selector or whatever. You know, and obviously my dream from 18 years of age to now was to win an All-Ireland with me. Oh, I, couldn't, I, I failed to do it as a player, so I was always hoping one day that I might be able to do it as a coach or as a manager or a selector or whatever. And I feel for, for me now that that day is, is done, that uh, I'll, never be, I'll never be involved with me on football again, you know? Ed, there was a lot of raw emotion that night from Lee McHale and Kevin McStay was on this show a couple of years ago with Joe and talking about it again and how he felt you know, his time as an inter-county manager was done and he would never take charge of Mayo. What's your understanding of what's changed that McStay and McHale are willing to put themselves out there again? Yeah, well, I suppose yeah. When when Lee McHale was speaking there, like like you said, there would have been a lot of raw emotion. And I know I know Kevin McStay has been quizzed on this uh, in the past, and uh, um, even on our own podcast and in the Mayo News, um, and he's always been ambivalent about it he's never you know ruled it out or ruled it in um so it, it was the, the news started to merge on the thursday morning that's the 28th of july just the, the deadline was 6 p.m the following day news started to emerge that his his name was in the hat it did catch a lot of people by surprise because whilst he had been mentioned in a general sense in the same way that jim mcginnis or jim gavin or um maliki o'rourke were mentioned um he wasn't in the, the list of people at local level that pe- um, people were saying were going to go forward. That seemed to be limited uh, up until that week to Ray Dempsey, Mike Solon and Stephen Rochford. And then Dexman Shaw from Castlebar Mitchells came forward as well. Um, his candidacy was 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 confirmed uh, two day, uh, three days previously. So it did catch a lot of it did catch a lot of people by surprise. Um, but I, I'm just thinking back to 2014 and when that happened and there would have been a sense then among some people in Mayo, that Mayo's Mayo's chance had uh, to win an All Ireland had come and went, um, and yet they ended up being in All Ireland finals in sixteen and seventeen and twenty and twenty twenty one, and still haven't got over the line. Um, but maybe you know, maybe there's a sense, and if you see if you see that backroom team that has come together, and you look at the other backroom teams, um, there's a sense that um, you know they they obviously feel that there is an All Ireland there and. We were having this discussion with Tony Lean from the Examiner on uh, on our own podcast recently, and he was saying that he was surprised by the quality of people that had come forward. And I just think a, a factor for that is that it's probably a lot more wide open of an All Ireland Championship now than it might have been in sixteen, seventeen, etc. When Dublin were so strong, I would argue Mayo themselves were stronger then than they are now. But the field has come back a little bit, and there's you know you saw. Galway obviously making massive inroads this year. Derry likewise. Tyrone um, coming from left field to win an All Ireland last year. Um, so you know may, maybe that's uh, maybe that sense is out there that um, you know it's 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 going to be a very competitive All Ireland Championship, and uh, that obviously these um, these four candidates feel that there still is an All Ireland uh, potential in this in this Mayo squad. Like Rochford's name as part of the backroom team is perhaps the most interesting of all because, as I say, like he took Mayo to the absolute brink in 16 and 17 against arguably the greatest football team we've ever seen and pushed them to within an inch of their life. He's since gone on and taken that secondary role with Donegal, uh, you know, without a huge amount of success there. But from the outside, would have felt that, it, that Rochford, if he had gone in as number one, that you know he would have had 
a, a huge chance. Is is that just personal circumstances that he doesn't want that responsibility, that weight of responsibility? He's a bit happier now in the shadows. Well, I, 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 I'm not entirely sure. It's it, like certainly by it was a matter of weeks after uh, he he finished with Mayo in 2018 that he he, he pitched up in Donegal, and uh, I think a lot of people at the time were surprised that. He was willing to go in at number two, having come so close to winning an All-Ireland as a manager and to go in at, at number two with Donegal under Declan Bonner. But it did, I suppose, show um, you know, a, a lack of ego, uh, perhaps. And, and, and also maybe maybe after those three years, he felt, you know, is, is, there, uh, is, is, there more, uh, is there more to be got out of it personally, concentrating on the coaching side of things rather than the rigmarole that comes with being an inter-county manager in terms of, Everton, the book stops with you. Everything that happens has to go through you, um, and like it's it's become it's become a behemoth in in, in the last decade or so. So may, again, I'm speculating. Maybe that was maybe that was the sense he had of it that mm. um, uh, you know that uh, going in as as a number two or, or part of a management team um, might might suit him or might be what he what what he preferred. But certainly, yeah, when 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 news emerged that he was going to be a number two. Uh, with Kevin McSay, that was that was a surprise in the county as well. You might just run through the other contenders then who wouldn't be as well known outside of Mayo. Mike Solon led Mayo to underage All-Ireland success, has been linked, strongly linked with the job before. Yeah, so Mike Solon managed Mayo. He he, he took o- the, uh, the under-21 team over in 2016 and brought them all the way to All-Ireland title. They beat uh, Cork down in Ennis and... Uh, the under twenties. Then he would have in twenty eighteen in the first year of the new grade. He he took that team to an All Ireland final in Crow Park, where they were beaten by Kildare, uh, and he managed Mayo at under twenty one slash twenty for five seasons in total, um, and subsequently went on to uh, be number two with Andy Moore and his good friend from Balladreen uh, with with Leitrim last year. Um, so he's he's put his name forward and uh, he's pulled together. Uh, a backroom team of Aidan O'Rourke, the former MR footballer and uh, high performance, uh, head of high performance uh, sport at Queen's University in Belfast. And also with him is Eamon O'Hara, the former Sligo footballer and two former Mayo uh, footballers, Mark Ronaldson from Shul and Alan Murphy from Ballinrobe, who'd be better known to people uh, for his Galway United uh, exploits and in, in, indeed with other clubs in, in, in the League of Ireland. Uh, so that's Mike Zolan's team. And then Declan Shaw, who would have been joint manager of Castlebar Mitchells when they won three in a row county titles in Mayo 2015, 16 and 17. And the first year of that, they went all the way to the All-Ireland Club final, beating Corfin and Crossing Glen Rangers en route. But uh, lost the final. They were favourites in the final, but lost the final to Ballyboden St. Enda's. And uh, he has pulled together a backroom team of uh, Paddy Christie, the former Dublin fullback, who's, uh, who has coached in Tipperary in recent years with the senior team and managed the under-20 team down there. Uh, and he also has Desi Sloyne, another former uh, Sligo footballer, Richie Feeney, a former Mayo footballer and a clubmate of his at Castlebar Mitchells, and Cormac Rowland, who has played with Laradon and Knockmore in Mayo and has coached with Castlebar Mitchells and other clubs uh, such as Park and Island 80 in recent years. So that's Declan Shaw's team. And Ray, then Dempsey Ray Dempsey is Ray Dempsey's an intriguing name because I think he was the early yeah. favourite. He's had huge success at club level, and then it hasn't been confirmed. But the makeup of his backroom team, with potentially Ushi McConville and Paul Galvin, is a bit of a bolt from the blue as well. Is that yeah, was, is, and it's probably hard to tell, but is that a response to the star-studded nature of the Max Day team? Um. I, I don't know. I, I, I certainly, um, 
if it is, he moved very quickly because those names started to do the rounds very quickly that weekend. And of course, we have to say that we we don't know. These names haven't been confirmed. I spoke to Ray Dempsey myself and he said he didn't want to reveal it. He wanted to go through the proper processes and he wanted to re- release it um, you know, through county board channels um, when, when he felt the time was right. Um, so, th- but those names certainly were uh, were out there in the ether, you know, around that weekend when the deadlines closed. So, um, so I think I I I I I would imagine he had worked on previous to that. Um, and uh, yeah, like, and another name that has been linked there is is Keith Higgins, a former Mayo Mayo footballer. Um, so again, none of these names are confirmed, but um, um, there has been no, I, I suppose, there's been no refusal of their names being out out there in the ether either. Um, but Ray Dempsey himself. He would have man. He played for Mayo, um, like um, like um, Kevin McStay, and 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 he played for Mayo in All Ireland finals. He managed the Mayo Miners in uh, two thousand and seven, two thousand and eight, two thousand and nine. Got them to two All Ireland finals. They were very unfortunate in two thousand and eight to lose after a replay to Tyrone, and then he took Mayo under twenty ones for three years. Um, so he would have uh, no more than uh, no more than Michael Solan. He would have played. He would have coached. Uh, you know some of the players that are that are are still involved in the Mayo squad currently, uh, and in in recent years he's I, I think it's his third time in charge of his, his own club of Knockmore. He's a very proud Knockmore man. He's uh, led them to back to back county titles. They won in twenty twenty. It was their first county senior title in twenty three years, and uh, they they followed that up with a victory in the twenty twenty one championship and are many people's favourites to do three in a row this year. Um, even though it will be a very competitive uh, club championship. So he he's a guy who. Would have been, um, you know, talked about while James Warren was in charge that he could he he would be in the mix for uh, in the discussion mm. for the next Mayo Mayo manager. So so certainly um, certainly him putting his name forward um, w- wouldn't be a surprise. And uh, yeah, the, again, no more than uh, like I said in, in in general, like the the quality of the backroom teams across the board um, has caught a lot of people by um, by surprise um, because. There's there's a high quality there. Uh, and, well, you know, it, it probably does make Mayo in some ways the envy of a lot of counties with the sheer quality of names that have been linked with this from the manager position to the backroom position. And I guess that is where the danger lies for the county board if this were to become a circus because there are big reputations, there are big personalities. And as you say, for three of those teams, they're going to end up disappointed. And it's almost more important how they handle that than the appointment of the manager. Yeah, like uh, it's it's you can look at it that way, and you can also say like it's 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 nearly gift wrapped by throwing the floor open to nominations and saying that this was the process that was going to be followed, the process that they used for the under twenty and under seventeen manager appointments in excuse me in recent years as well. Um, it meant you know the county board weren't going head hunting per se, um, like they might have done in the past, and I don't think if they had went head head hunting, you would have had. Um, the caliber uh, of, of 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 teams available, you may not have. Um, so I think they they found themselves in 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 a good situation, but they obviously have to make sure that they handle it properly from here on in. And like I say, the only criticism I'd have of them so far, two criticisms really. One is the time the time side of things, and the second one is the communication side of things. I think they've been reactive rather than proactive in terms of how certain pieces of information have got out. And I think they could have managed that better. But I think overall. Um, you know, they, they're, they're in a good, solid position. You know, it's like to use an analogy, like they're at the three quarter mark now in, in the game and they're shooting, they're shooting for home. And it's just a question now of, 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 of getting it done and making sure 
that the process is fair and again um with the committee that has been formed there um you know they're they're still they're struggling to get a, a former player um it's so that remains to be seen uh who they get for, for for that position if they get anybody um but um they have a they have a, a, a six six people in in place we understand there will be a five person interview board drawn from those six slash seven people um that will actually meet the candidates right. and uh and that's that will, due to happen um, early be, next week is it the interviews are due to commence uh, next week. Now, okay. I'm not entirely sure if all of them will take place next week because obviously the month it's in, not everybody might be available. But my understanding is that they're certainly go- go- um, going to commence next week. Well, it won't be decided on social media was the early message about this. But we did ask <laughs> the off-the-ball audience, which I'm not sure was the right thing to do because you'd have gone with people in Roscommon, people trying to hijack this. <laughs> and we don't really care what they think. Let's be quite honest about that. Uh, 58% Kevin McStay, 20% Mike Solon, 15% Ray Dempsey and 7% Declan Shaw is what the off-the-ball listeners are saying. Would that would that sort of fit in with your sense of how this might go? Um, it's hard to know. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I know, for instance, the, the Mayo GA blog was considering putting up a, 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 pod, or a poll as well and decided against it until Ray Dempsey's backroom team was confirmed. Um, and I think, I, I, I think it's hard to be certain until mm. that team is confirmed because... You know, there's been there's been other names that have been mentioned, uh, and it's it's hard to be certain how much validity is to with them or not. So, it's 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 hard to I suppose it's, make a definitive decision yeah. without all the facts in front of you. You know, um, but um, but yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, Maybe that'll be maybe for the next time they're doing up a process, they should just go to an online poll. <laughs> that'd be a bit of fun. Who knows? Who knows? Ed, great stuff as always. 